0: Now, the next parak, which we say, we now skip Prakim. We don't really skip Prakim, we actually go backwards. And after we said, if you uh, remember when we gave the uh, the introduction to this, so we talked about how the six chapters that we say of Kabbalah Shabbos leading up to L'Chadodi, leading up to the uh, to the song which we sing of L'Chadodi, so they are supposed to correspond to the six days of creation. We didn't explore each one of these Prakim corresponds to Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. But that's what we're told. But what's interesting is, is that the first five days, so we read Sadi Hey, Sadi Vav, Tzari Zayin, Ches, Tes, and then rather than going the next one in order, which is Mizmor Lisoda, which is what we say in Sukkot Zimra in during the week, but rather than going to the next one, which is Perak Kuf, we go backwards to Perak Tess. Tess somehow corresponds to Friday, but it's definitely out of order. And I just want to read you as an introduct. Uh, am I still there? Uh, as an introductory remark, what um, the, uh, the they, they say about it in general. And what, then what the Mufarshim say specifically with regards to why we're saying this as we're entering into Shabbos. This is, in a sense, the last parak that we say right before we're about to accept upon ourselves Shabbos. So as a general matter regarding this uh, this parak, so they say that there's there's uh, the the uh, Chazal explain that this parak of uh, the Mizmor L'david, Havr L'shem B'nei Elim, so this was said regarding Matan Torah. So all of the sounds that we're going to hear, the unbelievable, powerful, and strong sounds which are heard, you know, ripping out trees in the forest, and they're heard over the water, and all of that. So all of that are descriptions of the experience that Klausel had at Matan Tower, And uh, the Sforno explains, Kibazah Mizmor, in this parak parak So David HaMelech calls Klai Yisrael to praise Hashem. For his amazing power of creation. So that's why this is going to be, this is one of the reasons why we would say this as we're entering into Shabbos. Because as we're entering into Shabbos, the Shabbos itself is a celebration of God as the creator. So we make note of that. Amash al hayam Torah, and it also is going to connect us with what Akash Baruch Hu did in Mitzrayim, what Klai Yisrael experienced by the sea as well as by matan Torah. Then, however, other Meforshim say that this is going to be a description of what is going to be experienced in the world, lased lavo, at the future event of the final uh Gula, Valkibus galios, and when who gathers us in from the uh, from the exiles. And the Radak actually gives a whole Pshat of what is uh what the meaning of the Parak is, and then he has a very uncharacteristic, but then he goes out and he says, and then in addition to that, there's a whole other Pshat which exists. It gives a whole other very lengthy paragraph of a secondary Pshat of this uh, of this particular uh of this particular parak. Now, one other thing before we get to the Shabbos part of it that I want to uh, take note of is that the Gemara in Brachos says that in this particular, in Haftes, God's name is mentioned 18 times. And it was patterned after these 18 times that Chazal decided that it would be appropriate to go ahead and say Shmonesrei, that the Amidah, the conversation we have with God, is going to be comprised of 18 brachas, and that was patterned after the 18 times that God's name is mentioned in this parak. So that's a general introduction to this parak. And then, with regards to saying it on Shabbos, so I'll read to you what the Yisod V'sha Shavoda Voda writes. The Yisod V'sha Shavoda is a Litvisha Chassid. If we could go ahead and we could say such a thing. <laughs> In the sense that the entire book is talks about the importance of doing mitzvahs, the importance of doing mitzvahs simcha, and especially... Getting yourself into the proper frame of mind when you're going to go ahead and do whatever mitzvah that it is that you're going to do. And he has like introductory paragraphs, which you would say before you go ahead and you're going to do different uh, do, different mitzvahs. And everything is mirzah Hashem, you know, all of those, uh, you know, baruch Hashem, all of those types of things. But rather than just saying like in mirzah Hashem or baruch Hashem, he has entire paragraphs where he describes what you should say and what you should be thinking about as you're about to do a mitzvah. So he says, I'll read this and then we'll be done. That the Arizal, in the writings of the Arizal, he elaborates on the great repair and the great spiritual things which are going to be impacted, which are going to be done. Ayide the Kabbalah Shabbos. When a person reads this particular parak of Tehillim at the onset of Shabbos to accept Shabbos. So the Arizal says that the best way to go ahead and accept Shabbos is through the recitation of this particular parak of Tehillim. And it would be awesome and amazing for anybody to go ahead and to be able to focus their attention and understand what exactly the Arizal had in mind and what he was thinking about during the recitation of this parak of Tehillim at the onset of Shabbos. But not every brain is going to be the Arizal, and not everybody is going to be able to understand and focus on and to be able to meditate on these, uh, on those thoughts. Okay. So therefore, what do the rest of us do? The rest of us who are not the Arizal. So what does that uh, mean that we do? So you should say it with all of your strength. The explains elsewhere. Then we talk about saying something with all of your strength, like hey, Shmei Raba. It doesn't mean that you should do it while you're lifting weights or doing a pull-up or something. But what it means is that you should do it with all of your focus and concentration. V'yomer You should say the words slowly. u'besimcha Raba v'atzuma and with great happiness in joy. And you should have in mind in your thought this again, this is the Yusod Viharhar voda telling us what we should be thinking about specifically Shekhavana miras <laughs> that your intention when you say this parak, that I'm doing great things in the spiritual world. You don't have to know why it's working that way. Just know that you're doing all sorts of things. Same way when you tap keys on your computer. So you don't have to know what's going on in the operating system of the computer. You just know if I tap this sequence of keys, I'll get this output. So that's all you need to know. Say these words slowly and precisely. Make sure it's like one of those complicated computer-generated passwords, that it's a, it's a symbol, it's a letter, it's a capital letter, it's a number, and you have to go very slowly to make sure that you get that 15-letter number, symbol, string correctly. Otherwise, it's not going to work and you got to start again. So you go very slowly, you double-check yourself to make sure you're getting it right. And you're doing this for the sake of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, his name and all of the exalted things. And if you do that, you say it slowly and you make sure that you say it accurately. And similar to the tapping of the keys on the computer, it will be considered as if you had all the appropriate thoughts in mind, all the correct things, and it will have the uh, desired impact in the the spiritual worlds. And at the end of the day, just wants our hearts to be in the right place. So as long as we're trying our best, given whatever resources that we have in order to do what we do, so HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give us credit as if we're having the same Kavana as the Arizal. So that's the introduction to uh, to this parak. So next week, Emir Tzah Hashem, again, same time, 7 o'clock here in Chicago, 8 o'clock on the East Coast. So